Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-renowned animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. You can call in right now at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Join us in the chat room. I am your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara, and we have Kendra and Diana on the phones. So thank you, ladies, for doing that job. And... Uh, Laura, tell us about what's going on with Seymora. Well, Seymora is, she got adjusted by the chiropractor. So I have this really good friend who lives in Santa Fe, and uh, she's an animal chiropractor, and she came, and she adjusted her neck, even with that cone on her neck. Wow. And, um, yeah, it was really amazing because, Afterwards, like Seymour, I can hear her. She's starting to make noise when we're talking about her. But she mm. started to stand up taller, and she's just been a little bit more active since the adjustment. So that is really good. And good. oh, but I didn't. I guess I didn't update you all that she was supposed to get her cone off on Monday, and mm-hmm. I took her back to the vet, and he took off the took out the pins, but then he x-rayed her, and he had to put the pins back in because the bones were not completely healed. And there's one bone that's, like, totally broken and will not, will never heal, but the ligaments will be go over it. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of bummed because it's another week, but he promises next week it will come off. Oh, so next funny. Monday? That's Next Monday, he promises, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's already Thursday, so it's only a few more days. I know, right? I know. Seven weeks total will be. uh, The vet said to me, please don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) To you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. That wouldn't be good for either Seymour or me. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say that to you? I was, because I'd taken a picture of her and I was posting on Instagram and I think he thought I was down on my knees crying, but I was really doing social media in his office. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. (laughs) Um, Let's ask Timora how she's doing and let her know that it's only a few more days and she can do it. We believe in her. Seymour, did you hear what I said? Yeah, it's so tiresome. I'm getting so sick of it. But I know that it will end. And when you think of me, I stand taller. That's right. She, I swear, like, sometimes I can, she'll, like, start making noises in the other room, and I'll be like, that's weird. And then I'll notice somebody had just posted something about how they were praying for her. Like, she really does connect in with all all her followers. That's so cool. I know. Well, everyone so keep doing I, it. <laughs> I know. Keep Keep at it. So, I, tell us what happened to you. I had a pretty uh, <laughs> traumatic incident. Yeah. I did have a traumatic incident, and for all of you listening, I had to call Laura to find out what happened because my cat, Rosa, the other day, um, right before bedtime, I turned the lights off, and I went to my bed and noticed that the cat was sleeping in the middle of the bed. So I asked her to move, and she didn't move. So I lightly nudged her. She didn't move. So I kind of you know, nudged her with a little bit more pressure, 
And then she attacked my arm. Like, she scratched me. Like, she bit me really hard and then scratched me. And then I finally, like, pulled my hand away. And then when I put my hand back down on the bed, she grabbed it again and started... She bit in so hard she wouldn't let go. And I had to take my other hand and pry her mouth open to pull it out. But anyhow, I turned the lights back on and was kind of freaked out and traumatized the rest of the night because I thought she was going to kill me. And she's never, she's attacked me like by accident several times. Um, She's 18 years old. And the only time she's done this is about two times where she scratched me. And it was probably because I like was, you know, petting her weird or something. She was in pain or something. It's only happened like twice, but she's never bit and attacked me like this ever. So... I got infected, and... She got cat scratch fever. I got cat scratch fever. And, oh, look, in the chat room, Rachel D. says, she she was she having nightmares? And actually, when Laura talked to her, what did she say? She said that she was having nightmares, and that she thought that I's arm was a big hairy spider leg. <laughs> and I could totally see... It's so weird when you told me that, Laura, because you said I keep seeing those negative images is what you were telling me, like the like negatives or like backlit kind of yeah. look. Yeah. And the lights were turned off. And I don't think I, to- I don't think I had told you that, but it was really weird that you said that because after you told me that, I realized how I could have looked like a spider leg. Well, that's interesting that you're saying that because when I said that to you, I didn't think you believed me. No, but it was like, it. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I had no idea when you told me. I kind of was like, yeah. But when I said, when I said to you, oh, I think that I, she's saying that you kind of look like a big hairy spider leg, and that she was having nightmares, and also she was having dreams of dogs too, and and mm. and um, you kind of were like, oh, hmm. I don't don't know I mean that might be true that might be true or I might have thought like she's weird why is she having these weird dreams well she is your cat (laughs) yeah but why is she having why is she having um, like images of spiders I I have no idea that's weird I have no idea anyhow I I um I went to the doctor. I went to urgent care, and uh, they told me it was infected because my whole arm started getting pain, um, and it got really infected, and it was moving up my wrist. And now it's fine because I got antibiotics. Um, but apparently, seventy percent of cat bites turn it into infections. Do we check in with her again and see what she says? Sure. Okay, let's get Rosa. Rosa, honey, how's it been after a couple of days? What's going on with you and your mom? What do you do? You have any new insights? She says sometimes at night she's still scared. She says that she feels you moving sometimes and she stops herself. I'm trying to be really conscious. still sort of feel like there's a spider around. You know what I want to say to my mom? I appreciate her forgiveness. Because even though she's in pain, she's saying, I love you, Rosa. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, Rosa. I'm sorry I bit you. I know. So, so hard, though. I see how hard it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, maybe there is a spider lurking around my bedroom. I better go check. Yeah, Do you think that's what it maybe. is? Because I well, don't know. I don't know. You know, I was trying spiders. To, ever since then, you know, I I found two spiders. Makia had sleeps on top of the um, laundry basket in the bathroom, and I've seen two spiders, like, around her since then. And, but I look mm-hmm. at them, and they don't have hairy legs like what Rosa saw. 
Mm-hmm. It would look scary to a cat if she saw them at eye level, but they don't have hairy legs. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe she could at one time wake up and see a spider. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna look. Yeah. She's not I'm going to look around. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's been going on with our animals here. Let's find out what's been going on with your animals. Our first That's caller right. is Melissa calling about Maya the Beagle. And uh, Maya passed away last Monday. Um, you can find a picture of Maya on the Facebook page. She was 11 years old. Um, oh. Melissa, you're on. Tell us about Maya. Um, how did she pass away? She had an abdominal mass. Um, we found out last August that she had a mass. Um, and, I mean, she was, even up to last Monday, I mean, she was eating and drinking, but she was just so uncomfortable, and um, she couldn't even lay down anymore. So um, we had to take her in and uh, let her go. Sad. Um, yeah. Did you want to see how she's doing on the other side? I do, um, and I want to know if she's with Molly and Snoopy. Um, I We lost them within the past year. Molly was in March and Snoopy was in August. I spoke with you about both of them. They're beagles, Aww. too. Um, Molly Aww. was her daughter, and Snoopy was the dad. So Aww. I want to know if they're together. <laughs> okay, let's get Maya. Okay. Yeah, Mom, we are together. We go sniffing and rolling in the grass together. There's thick, lush grass here, and I roll in it. She said also she can sit in between you and the arm of the chair. She snuggles with you there all the time. Do you know what she's talking about? Yes. So yeah, and know um, that her. Well, um, the past. So know that her spirit is with you. Mm -hmm. What were you gonna say, Melissa? Oh, I was gonna say the last um, few months, um, I wouldn't let her jump up on the furniture anymore, and I felt so bad because, you know, I felt like she couldn't understand that I just I didn't want her to hurt herself because of the mass in her abdomen. So. Oh, so she's saying now she's in heaven and she can bring her spirit up on the furniture with you. Yeah. Aww. That's sweet. And also I want to tell my mom that there's no way that I'm suffering anymore. I'm like super dog in heaven. We do a lot of fun things here. And I eat food all the time. (laughs) And I'm really healthy. And sometimes I look at you and I say, don't cry, Mommy. I got lots of friends here. And I'm still around you. Me and you will always be friends. Oh, so cute. Oh, can you tell her I love her? <laughs> Mom, I love you too. And know that she hears you also when you talk to her. Okay. She does. She hears you. Oh, Melissa, you be well. Okay. Yeah, can I, I ask one more question? Sitting with you. You know what, Melissa? We're going to try to get to as many animals as possible today because we're getting so many callers. So okay. Um, um, so not this time. <laughs> All Thanks right. for calling Thank in, you. Melissa. Thanks for your call, Melissa. Okay, our next caller is Liza, who is who has a black poodle named Shushu. I think is how you, is it Shushu or Zuzu? I'm not sure. On Facebook, almost 11 years old and is still crazy barking and leash aggression. Okay. 
So let's find out. Liza, is it Zuzu or Shushu? I wasn't sure. It's, it's pronounced Zuzu. Oh, Zuzu, Zuzu. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay, Zuzu. Tell us about Zuzu. Um, well, lately her behavior has been getting a little worse. Um, she, uh, we, we live, we have a patio door window. She'll look outside and see a squirrel in the neighbor's yard and then jump up on the glass, be really aggressive. I try to get her away from the window. She goes to the other window and kind of backtalks me and fights me for the window. It's like a football game. Um, she barks at airplanes. We're, we're above the path of the, well, below the path of the Goodyear blimp, and when that comes around, it's, I mean, she's, she tries to bite it. She's jumping up. She's rearing up. She, she rears up. Goodyear blimp? Yes, yes. It's, yes. Um, it's funny. I'd love to submit it to America's Funniest Videos, but in the, in the long run, this is becoming a dangerous situation. Because she's she's snipping at joggers' feet when we pass by on a walk, and when she sees a dog, she's pulling me, and I feel like I'm going to fall. I feel like she's oh really... Oh, my God, and she's poodle. So tell me, this, have, big... you trained her? have you trained her at all? Yes, she graduated obedience school when she was little, and now she's 50 pounds, and... She's a. She, I, we use a harness, which which is helpful because she's not you know choking, but she's really um, she's really cuckoo. And how old is she? She's gonna be ten. Oh my gosh, is he's older and she's doing these behaviors. <laughs> okay. She, yes. Did Did she always do these behaviors, or is it something new? Well, she always has a little bit of leash aggression, yes, every time I would walk her. But we moved here uh, maybe about three years ago, and it's just gotten worse. Anytime my landlady passes by, she's barking at her and, and jumping up on the glass, even though she knows her. So it might be a protection issue. I'm not sure. But today, you know, I've got to be on the lookout, too, because if she sees something and I don't, I'm just flying. Okay, you need the right equipment for her. I mean, that's the the one thing. You you should get her one of those easy walk harnesses where it clicks in the front. It clicks in the front of the chest. Okay. Because then that will pull her shoulders back and she won't be able to forge forward. Um, when you, we have the harnesses and you click them just on the back, I love those harnesses, but for dogs that already walk nice on leash, you just become a sled when you when, – when you put a harness like that on. So you need something that actually helps you get her under control. A gentle leader would also be really great for her, and that's the one that goes over the muzzle. It's yes, like a head yes. call because then mm-hmm. you can control the body, and so if she leaps up, you can pull her back down, and you can pull her more in a heel position, and you just will have way more control. She's not going to like it at first. At first, she's going to kind of um, push it off. We're going to talk to her as – somebody who used to be a dog trainer, you need to step up your dog training, kind of step up you being in control of her. Because yes, she's and that's in the work. We're, we're definitely going to work on that. And I just think it might be a psychological issue because right now she's just laying down and she just gave a heavy sigh. Like she's completely <laughs> like sleeping and not <laughs> being alert no, and not being no, involved no, in the phone call. Oh, goodness, here it comes. Okay, what? let me get... All right, Zuzu, what's going on? Why are you going after the Goodyear blimp? Don't you know it's just a blimp in the sky? And why are you going after airplanes? I don't get enough exercise. I'm so bored. Oh. Um, you know it. We need to go running more. Oh. Okay. I need to go to the place where I run around the park. Okay. Okay. When you say you be quiet, I say, Mom, let's get in the car. I say, I think we need to go more places. I'm bored. You know that big bird in the sky? Aren't I supposed to chase it? No, honey, you're not supposed to chase it. It's 
like an airplane. It's like people are way up in the sky. That's far. You could never grab it. It's way too high up. And that's normal. Where you live, it's normal to see that go by. It's kind of like a car going by. It's completely normal. It's not a bird. Okay? It's, it's, it's completely normal. You've got to get used to it and lick and yawn and blink your eyes and just say, oh, that's normal. The air, the smell, the wind, the look of it, it's all normal. You know what's normal? Me wanting to jump over things. <laughs> I'm such a good jumper. It is. I, I want to go jump, jump, jump over things. I'm not old at all. You say, oh, 10, but I don't feel 10. I feel like one, two, three. <laughs> She's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, it sounds like maybe you should do agility with her or something if she likes to jump and you've already done basic obedience. I mean, poodles are so intelligent. It sounds like you're just not mentally stimulating her enough and physically stimulating her enough. And so, which is really common with high-drive dogs, then they give themselves a job and or they give themselves an, a, their own view of the world and sometimes that can be really scary and not convenient for us. So, wow. um, so what about the to, Uh-huh. Well, define, ahead, what would you say? What about what? I was I was going to ask about the leash aggression with other dogs and what she's thinking when she sees another dog on a leash. I'm thinking get away. Why? I'm thinking you are not my friend. Why? I'm thinking, look out, here I come. <laughs> Why? And he, she says it feels like she's flying with her legs. You know what it sounds like to me? Is that she's not getting enough exercise and she has all this pent-up aggression. And so then she sees another dog and she's excited and she's nervous. And then she thinks, oh, no, this excitement and this nervousness makes me nervous. And then she gets aggressive. Okay. So mm. she needs, like, she needs to burn her physical energy and she needs to think more mentally. And then I think you'd have a much more well-behaved dog. But, she, I mean, when she says she feels like one, two, three, that's what she feels like to me, like a three-year-old that needs to be stimulated. Mm-hmm. Which, which is kind of cool. I mean, mm. you got a young and hard dog. Yeah. So... I would take her to, like, agility class. And you've got to find a way where training is fun. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, no, I don't want to train my daughter. Oh, that's no fun. But kind of bring it into everyday life. Like, I've been doing with Luca lots of sit stays before I throw the stick and making him heal, and then I throw the stick. And, you know, just kind of getting them to kind of think while they're playing and kind of pay attention to you while they're in full exertion mode really important because what she's doing to you at 10 years old is not appropriate. It's not appropriate at 10 years old to be blowing off her person. And part of that is your fault. Yeah, something something shifted. It, okay. And also, she actually just is recovering from surgery in November. Um, so I'm just wondering if everything's okay and how she's, how she's feeling. She's um, back. She's great. She sounds she's like back. she's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she sounds really good. I mean, she sounds really strong and healthy. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, you'll have to do those those exercises with her and then let us know how she does. I will. I'll definitely call back and let you know if I see any major changes, and I'll definitely, um, you know, we're up to two walks a day, so maybe she needs more. Um, <laughs> definitely. Or do the you training know, during the walk, like a game or do something. Do the training during yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, the young ones sometimes need an hour a day or an hour in the morning, an hour, hour at night. So if you're doing, like, a 20-minute leash walk, that's not enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, call us back, Liza. All right, very interesting. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Talk to you soon. She's a wild yeah. thing, that's it.
<laughs> Zuzu is hilarious. I'm one, two, three. <laughs> She's living up to her name, I think. Yeah, so cute. I mean, I'm having similar issues too with with Fenway, you know. Um, but he's you one. Are? In what way? Where he's like jumping at the glass every five seconds, like barking at any sound he hears outside. I know. Is that part of his breed? He's an Aussie. Is it? Is that poodle? And oh, a that's poodle. Aussie? I mean, both of them, because they're protective, and they can be guard dogs, and, you know, poodles in some states are used as police dogs. Wow. Really? You got high-drive dogs. You know, you think of of poodles, you know, just, like, from TV and whatnot as, like, fancy dogs that just hang out at people's homes, like mansions or something. Do you know what I mean? I know. It's not true. But also, hence the mansions. They got tons of acres to run around. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of poodles. But, yeah. Fenway is very energetic. And uh, he does need, we, you know, we go on at least two miles in the morning, you know. Got to. You should see yeah. Zuzu's picture on Facebook. She looks wild just by her little photo. I see. She's the black poodle, right? Or the brown, dark brown yeah, with poodle? The- with the uh, black, yeah, black, with the, with the hair. With the pink bow. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she was, if she was a human, she'd be like an artist that's like going out, like dating all the younger men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Radio, And if you go to like see all posts by others, there's a picture of Zuzu It's Pretty hilarious. (laughs) All right. uh, We're going to go talk to Minnow, the cat, um, who is a tabby, about 12 to 13 years old. Um, So Lindsay is calling in, and uh, let's find out a little more about Minnow. Oh, Minnow's the dog. I'm confused. Oh, Minnow's the cat. Oh, Minnow's the cat. Can you tell? Okay, tell us what's, what's the story. I'm confused. Hi there. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, Minu is a little tabby. I had to post her picture under my friend's Facebook because I don't have one under Gay Allen. So I have two cats, and and one passed away last summer, and I'd had them both for about 10 years. They were both rescues. I got a day apart. And this little tabby now seems so lonely. I don't know if she wants me to get her another companion. I had been lucky enough to talk to Lori more last summer, and she said Minnow was waiting for the other cat to come back, I think because when the other cat passed, I was lucky to find a vet that would come to the house and euthanize this cat who got sick really fast. So I think she sees the other cat around, um, but I don't know. She's not the friendliest tabby cat. Like, I've never been able to cuddle with her or hold her. So I don't know if she wants another cat or not. I, she just seems so lonely. Yeah, let's ask her. And ask her why she seems so lonely to you. Like, what are you picking up? Okay. Yeah. Did you hear what your mom's saying? How are you feeling about everything? I know my friend is in heaven. Is it a male or a female, the one that passed away? Uh, it's a female. Her name was Petula. Uh, Petula. She says that Petula sometimes comes and needs next to her. Oh. She, she does that a lot. I was wondering if Petula was around because Minu has started sniffing all her food and water, and she's like, always watching so I explained to her um, from listening to you about spirit cats and not to be afraid and that she could talk to her so I hope that's helped her because she seemed a little spooked for a long time when my mom talks to me it helps me she said she was more spooked of the empty space it just felt weird being alone 
she says that sometimes she doesn't feel that great in her body. Oh. Sometimes she feels a little dehydrated. Oh. And she said she doesn't really know what to do with that. Well, she had a really bad kidney problem about five years ago where I had to do the IV in the neck for months and oh. months and months. So maybe she drinks a lot of water. There's a lot. I'm mm. always tripping over water bowls. That her oh, I have her check. When was the last time you did blood work on her? Oh, it's been a few years. So I will do I would that. Take her to get some blood work done and also um, a urine culture because what you might be picking up as lonely is just feeling a little off. Good advice. So would the other cat come back? Does she still want the other cat to come back or is she fine being alone? Yeah, are you fine just... being alone or do you... He, she says that she doesn't think she's ready to come back yet. And I'm okay, okay being alone because I'm oh, not really okay. I have my mom, and we're good company. Sometimes well, my body. Yeah, so she's pretty content with you. Um, good. But I, I would definitely take her to the vet and get her checked. Okay. That's really good advice. And I'm so glad I discovered you. I've learned so much. I've listened to all your archives. So thank you very much, Laura. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. And keep us posted on how she's doing. I will. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks, Bye Lindsay. You. Uh, our next Excuse caller is Tamara calling about Molly, a black four-year-old kitten on Facebook. It's another question whether Molly wants a partner, friend, or not. So, uh, is it Tamara Tamara? It's Tamara. Tamara. Tamara, um, tell us about Molly. Did you have her all these years, or did you just get her? No, I've had her um, since she was, like, four months old, and I got her from a pet rescue. And um, so... We just had, like, an immediate bond, but lately I have been kind of tired, like, when I come home from work, and by the time I come home, I feel like she's ready, like, she she slept all day or she took her nap and she's ready to play, and I'm, like, tired, and I feel like I can't, you know, I'm just too tired to play with her and give her, like, all the attention she needs, and I feel like it hurts mm-hmm. her feelings in a way. And um, I was thinking about getting um, another little, I saw this two-year-old kitty named Veronica at the pet store, and she had, like, the same cry as Molly and the same, uh, she just did some little same gestures as her, and I wanted to know if if that was okay with Molly, if she wanted a playmate or if she just wanted yeah, to what be. Do you think? And so tell me this, do you, um, does your... Uh, does, do you know if that kitty is good with other cats? The other one is. Um, it, you know, it said on, on the little um, adoption mm-hmm. sign yes. that she's three years old and she plays well with other cats, and she's super good. friendly. Um, and I just don't know if what Molly thinks and if she's okay with that. I don't want to hurt her feelings and feel like I'm abandoning her or she's not yeah. my little baby or, you know. Okay, let's ask her. One of the things that I've noticed, too, with, with animals is sometimes adding another, like the two female cats, I sort of have noticed mm-hmm. that male and female and male and male sort of get along better than introducing another mm-hmm. female cat into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not completely written in stone. Of course, two female cats can get along great, but mm-hmm. I've noticed that it's a lot easier to mix male and male mm-hmm. or male and female. But let's, and I thought let's about that, Molly. too. Yeah. Well, let's ask Molly how she feels. Okay. Molly, honey, did you hear your mom about what your mom was saying? I love it a lot when my mom comes home. And she's always talking to me. And she tells me about her day. 
and she asked me about my day. And I say to her, it's good to have you home. I don't have a problem with it. Sometimes I think it might be kind of fun to have a friend. Can we do a trial? I don't like the fact of being with another animal and then deciding I don't like it and then getting stuck. I don't want that. Is, is that cat at a shelter where you can do a trial? Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, and see, I had asked her that. I had um, talked to her about it that too. I, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I think that she understands me when I talk to her about it, but I said, you know, do you want a friend? Do you want to do a little trial period and see if, if you get along? And, um, <clears throat> and then I guess so I, did you I don't know. She did it that she answered you through me. She said, I would yeah. like to try it with a trial period. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm, I feel kind of emotional about that. And, and see, like, she, when we're together, she's, like, on my lap, and then when we go to sleep at night, she sleeps, like, next to my head. And so I don't want her to feel, I guess, like, I'm, I just don't want her to feel hurt or, like, rejected if I get another cat or, like, <clears throat> any of those things. Molly, did you hear what your mom said? I don't think I will. Unless the cat beats me away from my spot. I don't think your mom's going to get a cat that will beat you away from your spot. It doesn't sound like your mom would, de- would, ha- would, would let that happen. Mom, it's okay. You don't need to be crying. <laughs> we have a great bond. And if you don't really want another cat, I don't need one. Maybe we could try it or maybe not. It's okay either way. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's really happy with you. It's like I know you think that she wants to play, and, you know, she probably would like to play, but she's also okay just hanging out with you. But Mm -hmm. you don't feel like she's being too needy. Like some people are like, just don't be on top of me so much. Don't, like, like, do you Mm -hmm. feel like she's being too needy when you come home? No, but I notice, like, sometimes when I can't play with her, I feel like she just, like, plops down on my, um, like, next to me, like, and does, like, a little huff. And, you know, I feel kind of bad because I feel like maybe I'm not giving her enough exercise. And, like, we just moved to this new place, and I know that it's, like, her and I actually used to take walks before when we um, lived in this other apartment. We used to go for walks together into, like, the forest. Mm. And the place that we moved in now, we can't take our walks, and so I kind of feel bad. Well, can you put her on a leash and take her somewhere and walk her somewhere else? Well, when we moved to this place, I was walking, like, you know, she just follows me. And so, but um, she got into getting lost, like, in the forest over here, and there was, like, thorns everywhere. It spent, like, five hours, um, and there was a cat who was... uh, kind of um, chasing her away from me, too. It, it turned out to be like this whole disaster. So I've been trying to think of other ways to get her, like, exercise or, you know, just to, just because she's not going outside as much lately. Um, let's see what she says. She says she needs to find a place to go outside. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder if you just... put her in the car and take her somewhere. Um. Well. Yeah. I, I mean, I um. I can do that, and I just don't want her to. I guess before the forest was right across the street, and it was kind of like um, a little bit different. And then in the afternoons after our dinner, we would go for like little walks together, and she would yeah. go with me and then follow me back. But I guess in this new place, I, I'm just scared because it's so vast, 
like it's not a small little forest area like the other place. It's like bigger. Put her on so, a leash. Mhm, mhm. And I, she doesn't leash. even wear a collar because, um, you know, she well, starts she walking. Learn. Funny. She mm-hmm. learned. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm glad that she said that, though, that we can go somewhere. I can take her somewhere because I've been thinking of ways we can have our little walks again. Good. Well, let us know. Take pictures of her walking. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for helping me with everything. I super appreciate it. It means so much to me just to have this little communication. You're welcome. You're welcome. Keep us posted. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. Oh, yeah. You know, I think since I've always had cats, like I always think, oh yeah, like they don't want to be on a on a leash. Then I had and then, you know, after you've told me that, I had uh had put a leash I think on one of the cats. It wasn't Rosa. I can't remember if it was Henry. But um, it was it was kind of cool. They they don't you know once they get used to it, it, they don't mind it. No, they don't mind it at all. Makia, I used to take her in the forest on a flexi leash and a harness. That's cool. She she loved it. You know, it just, awesome. they just but at first they like mm-hmm. freeze, and then they roll mm-hmm. over, or they like yeah. back out run around and they look like they're like going to hit the walls and but they just have to get used to that feeling and I've helped a lot of cats get used to leashes and stuff and used to the harnesses and really you have to show them what wearing a harness means because what happens is people put the harness on them in the leash and then they feel restricted and it feels so odd and you know they either spaz out or they freeze and they won't move at all but then yeah. if you take them outside and say, mm-hmm. this is why you wear the leash, so that we can go outside, mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, okay. And then they're, they're into, like, the smells, and they're not, like, freaking out. So you just you have to give it time. Yeah. People see that once, and then they put it away, and they don't ever do it again. And that's a mistake. Yeah. So you try it a couple times, and... Do you, do you do, like, a treat training, or do you, you know, can you do that, or you just keep putting it on every day? Well, you definitely could. I mean, you could kind of put it on and do the tellings and touches and treat them and sort of, like, take it really slow. But the way I've always done it is, like, your treat is to be outside and walking, so you're going to wear the harness and deal with it. Let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like once they learn it, they're going to be like, oh, cool, I get to move outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But hmm. you, everyone's different. You can do it the other way. I'm kind of like throw them in the pool and make them swim and, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Hmm, interesting. I'm a different. I'm really way, excited. So. I'm really excited to talk to our next caller because it's a guinea pig named Dubs. Isn't that cool? I love guinea pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show with Dubs. Tell us um, a little bit about Dubs and what is your question for Dubs? Hi. I actually talked to you a couple of weeks ago, and um, you had said that Dubs wanted me to eat yellow petals. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I was thinking about it right off. Right after I got off the phone with you, I had noticed I was eating some Trader Joe's green tea mints that were in the shape of a leaf, but then it could uh-huh. also be dandelions. So I don't know. Wait. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Let me ask him. So do you eat dandelions? But you don't eat the actual flower, do you? Or do you eat? I don't the leaf? I don't eat dandelions, but I've always heard that they're good for you and good for guinea pigs, but I've never tried them. So maybe he was just giving me confirmation on that. Oh, maybe. And maybe if they were good for guinea pigs, too. So remind me, is, is Dubs, Dubs is still with us or has he passed away? No, no, he passed away about a month and a week ago. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, okay, so let's ask Dubs. His picture is so cute of him. That's on Facebook. <laughs> okay, Dubs, 
Ernie, so what? We want some more clarification on my mom should eat dandelions. Not the mint. She should eat the dandelions. Mom, I got to tell you something. Since we last spoke, I feel even more connected to you. He says he feels like you're spending more time opening up your heart and sending love to him. And I think what it also is is that the grief is not as strong. Yeah. So he feels like more connected to you because he can connect you in that love feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. And he can connect to you in happiness in heaven. And also, my mom is so beautiful. When she sleeps, I bring flowers all around her. And I say, you sleep in this beautiful flower smell. I'm almost wondering if Dubs just loves flowers. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he does. (laughs) And it really could be dandelion, roses, it could be anything as long as it's flowery. Soothing on one's heart, he said. And you know what else, Mom? Sometimes when you're talking to friends, you're teaching them. And I'm really proud of how well you're teaching friends. Do you feel like you're teaching your friends recently? Um, yeah, that's pretty much the way I am in general with family and friends. Oh, oh that's nice. But do you, th- do you think it has something to do with death and dying that you're teaching? Um, maybe. My best friend died about a year and a half ago, and that was really rough, and I learned a lot from it, so... I also have other, other friends that have the same illness as her, so we we talk about oh, it. Oh, so that's what he's talking about. Oh, that's sweet. He says my mom has a lot of wisdom. You wouldn't necessarily think guinea pigs have a lot of wisdom, but we do. <laughs> and sometimes when my mom gets stuck, I say, I'll be your wisdom for you. And then I send her love and soothing thoughts. That's nice. So know that now um, when you're sort of like feeling distraught or you're feeling confused about something or you're feeling like you're just not sure that Dubs is there with you offering you flowers and giving you soothing thoughts. Okay. Love nice. <laughs> I want you to be with me when that happens to me. <laughs> what a royal cuteness you are. I know. <laughs> so cute. Well, Wendy, thanks for, so much for the update and calling us. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Oh, Dubs, you're too cute. He is way too cute. This picture of him is so adorable. I love this whole Facebook thing where they're on the the pictures of them are on Facebook. I know it's so it's great to be able to see it when while we're talking just, to them. I just love it because you know your mind creates different pictures. I mean, I can still get the animal obviously without mm-hmm. the picture, but your mind, yeah. like my mind, will create a different image of the animal. So sometimes I don't have the exact image of the animal in my head. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to be able, and I love to see their eyes. So you get to see like the spirit in their eyes, even if they're passed away. You can still see like the essence of their spirit. Yeah. Do you see that eye when you look at pictures? Do you see the spirit in their eyes? No. Come on. <laughs> I'm not psychic. But I mean, if you look at the pictures and you see their eyes, can you pick up anything? No. What do you mean? I'm not no. psychic. First I pick of up all, that they're awesome animals, but no, they don't tell so me anything. Don't... Okay. 
<laughs> really? Okay. I, I, I swear. Are you on Facebook now just for just for fun? Can okay. you see the pictures on Facebook? Yes, I can see the pictures on Facebook. Me. Tell me. Okay, so do you see Sweet Little Monkey, the little Rottweiler yes. who's looking at the window? Yes. In his eyes, do you see anything? What When you look at that picture, what's his emotion? He is, he is like, I, I don't know if I'm seeing, I'm just making up the story from the picture. But see, when I make up the story from the picture, it's like, oh, I feel like he's feeling really content. And yes. he's happy, like he's seeing all this stuff in the world and wondering, like, like just kind of in wonderment of how much there is in the world. Exactly. Good. Okay. Now look at now look at um, look at um, the little guinea pig we just spoke to. What Dumb. does his eyes look like? He's saying. He's saying. He really likes these vegetables. (laughs) He's really into food. (laughs) He is really into food. But But see, I'm making up a story about this this picture. No, but see see his eyes. Tell me something else. Take away the food. Don't look at the food. He's very curious. Uh Uh-huh. What else? And and he's he's very curious, and he's really... um, He's like um he's very loving. He's a thoughtful guinea pig. That's true. Doesn't he look like in that picture he's trying to tell a person something? Yes. Like he's got that like stare. at that moment he's trying to tell her something. Yeah. He's got that stare. Right? Mhm. Yeah, he's got that stare, right? Exactly. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. Now look at Maya. The little uh, beagle. Mm-hmm. What's, what do you see in Maya's face, in, in Maya's eyes? Well, she looks a little sad in this picture, but maybe it's like she's she's very pensive, and her eyes are telling her person, like, don't forget me, or I love you, like just sending lots of love to her person. Yes, exactly. And don't forget me. That's why you're taking the picture. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Look I'm just it. making some stories totally up about right this on. picture. You're doing, you're doing awesome. All right. Now, just for fun, look at Zuzu. <laughs> Zuzu? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at Zuzu. Zuzu says, show off my hairstyle. Take me outside. (laughs) (laughs) Zuzu wants to, like, I mean, look at her. She wants to go outside and, like, show off her stuff. No joke, right? Yeah. Yeah, she is very, very, like, yeah. Zuzu of the block. (laughs) <laughs> That's what Zuzu's doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good that job, was, I. Yeah, that was my um I hate, you know, I'm really just guessing what the picture says though. I don't know if I'm you know, connecting to anything. I mean, of course no, you're you connecting are. to something, but Yeah, you definitely are connecting to it. And that's the beginning of it, to, like, look at them and see their overall spirit. Like, how do they view life through their eyes? I mean, you can pretty much see that through any picture. I mean, even though, you know, we can have some pictures where we're sad and some pictures where we're happy, but those are all parts of ourselves, and that's part of how we process information. And so when you're looking at the pictures and you see those, see that, you're – you're touching on a part of their personality. Mm-hmm. And hmm. the eyes, I think the eyes more, I mean, the, the smile too, especially monkey's sweet little smile there. I mean, you can see it also in the, their smile, but like 
some people wouldn't necessarily be able to see that monkey smile and he's enjoying what he's taking in. And yeah. I mean, it's interesting that, like, with monkey, we can see that he's taking in information and he's in wonderment about what he's seeing. But then with little the little guinea pig, you can see that he's kind of sending information. He's trying yeah. to tell his person something. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. And the same thing with Maya a little bit. She's sort of trying mm-hmm. to tell her person something, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we're sitting there and, you know, like I make up these stories about my animals all the time, is some of that coming from them? Yes, definitely. Or a lot. Some of that some, is coming or, from them. And then like, sometimes it's coming like, from me. And sometimes it's coming from you, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like, the times when you make up voices for your animals mm-hmm. and you say, like, what they would be saying, oftentimes yeah. you're right on. And that's oh. everybody. Often everybody is right on. That's exactly what they would be saying. And then sometimes we put our own stuff into it, and we just kind of have to start looking at ourselves and saying, huh, what does it feel like when I say something and then there's a different feeling to it when they're actually saying it. Okay, so I have a question. Does Rosa the cat really want to be a country star, or is that just me wanting her to be a country star? Well, let's ask Rosa. Rosa, honey, (laughs) did you hear what your mom said? I totally want to be one, but I don't think I can be one in this life. But I totally want to be one because cause mom has me around a lot of music. And I think, which one fits me? And I think, which one is just like me? And mom has helped me decide that. So what she's saying is that she's looked at you and she's been like, gosh, you know, like I would love to be like a musician like my mom. Like that's what I love, you know. And then Mm -hmm. you've sort of been like, oh, maybe Rosa would be like country. And then she connects into that and say, oh, yeah, country is it. (laughs) Because that's been the new story around here is that she wants to be a country music star named Kitty Rose. And sometimes she gets up and I go, where are you going, Rosa? And then she says to me, I'm going to vocal lessons. <laughs> I'll bet she does say that because that's the stuff that you do. Yeah. <laughs> you go to drum lessons and you go. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's the end of the show. And it's time for Words of Wisdom by Storm King and Friends. Who is going to be doing Words of Wisdom today? You pick. Uh, Who do you want to do Words of Wisdom? I can't pick. We have to ask our producer, segment producer, Storm King. Stormy, honey, he's actually awake today. Do you want to do Words of Wisdom today? You got a lot of things to say? Okay, well, we don't have much time. You got him fast. I just want everyone to know that it's important to look at your animal's eyes. And it's also important to know that we all love you. And when you have problems with someone else, it's important to communicate. And when you're angry, it's important to think about your anger And then think about how you can be responsible and communicate in power. Stormy's so funny because he always says something like that's been going on. I've been a little angry at someone lately. <laughs> well, thank you, Storm King, psychotherapist. I know, <laughs> good psychotherapist. I know. Tune in, tune in to the Pet Psychic Show uh, next week. And uh, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication. Until then, you can like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. See you all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.